This is Blessing Offer, and you're listening to the Christian Music Guys podcast. On today's episode, we sit down with Blessing Offer. Blessing's latest album, My Tribe, is available now. Welcome back to the Christian Music Guys, the podcast for Christian music fans by Christian music fans. Brothers, have you all rode a roller coaster yet this summer? <laughs> Brothers. 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 Brethren. <laughs> I I will have not on next Wednesday. I'm going to Holiday World with the youth group. I will ride every single roller coaster they have, probably five times. I will tell you this: I can't tell you the last Ooh. time I rode a roller coaster. It's been a few years. Disney. Oh, did I ride a roller coaster at Disney? Did you ride Thunder Mountain or Space Mountain? Mm. Nope. Dude, what did no, you do? No, because we had a newborn. We had a newborn. We Take had a six him on month, the or eight month, ten month old, oh, whatever. Man. However, no, the yeah. only I don't think we did ride any roller coasters at Disney. I was gonna say, what did you just do? It's a small world, and yeah, we did. It's a small world, and uh, like the Peter yeah. Pan and all those the slow ones. The only one yeah. you could hold them in. I really don't yeah. think. I really don't think I have rolled, ridden a roller coaster in probably. Four to five years. That's crazy. Come with me to Holiday World next Wednesday. I might be scared now. Well, people. Ace. Yeah, an amusement park um, turned into a serious nightmare this past Sunday after a roller coaster malfunctioned in midair, trapping eight passengers upside down for several hours. I saw that. Nope. I saw this. I'm, I'm going to buckle myself and fall out. A roller coaster called Fireball. <laughs> it was going down to the vertical loop, and then it just stopped unexpectedly because of mechanical failure. Okay. I will say this, though, yeah. Jacob. I, I saw the videos of it. It was one of those pop-up fair carnival rides that's a big circle, oh. and it just goes in a circle. It was like the really shady ones that they pop up and down. No. I don't ride those ones. Those are too. Yeah. Those are too For hours. Um, and I wouldn't yeah, consider it was that one a, of those. I wouldn't consider that a roller coaster. It's just like a single track that goes around in circles. It's like a loop de loop. Well, yeah, like a loop. They were yeah. released um, by firefighters. They got a specialized rope training type thing, and this is the most frightening thing. So individually, they release the bar on each one as the firefighters were there to help them down. But can you imagine like upside down and the bar releasing, even though, you know, the firefighters right there, but the fact that you're upside down and the bar opens up. I would be ready for the bar to release though. How, how long were they upside down? I would be so several hours. I would, did they give them hours? I wonder what they did. Like, how do you not pass out? Did they give them like a um a big free cotton candy as a as a as a <laughs> as a door prize? Like, hey, yeah, you don't yeah, have yeah. to knock down the three milk jugs. We're just gonna give you one of those big teddy bears. <laughs> yeah. Give them a funnel cake. Yeah, here's a funnel cake. Well, I mean, did you guys hear about in North Carolina this other roller coaster and an actual theme park? Had a split. The, the whole yeah, the whole beam was like. Oh split. yeah, I saw that TikTok or something. I'm like, yeah. what in the world? So, I don't know, y'all. Well, I'm going to ride every single one of the Holiday World. Movies? 
All I know yeah. is if I go to Holiday World or any roller coaster or any any amusement park, I'm going to walk around the roller coaster track and look at every single beam and every single post before I get on that roller coaster to make sure that it's up to code and inspect and all good to go. Inspect, <laughs> inspect, <laughs> and specifications. Hmm. Well, I'll let guys, you know did y'all have that's... a? Did y'all have a nice week off last week? We were off last week and didn't release any new content, but uh, did some fireworks and uh, about burnt to death. It was so hot here. In oh, Florida, sunny Florida. It's not here. I was at Chris's Very house hot. on July Fourth. Yeah. yeah, it was. Fine. I still I left my sunglasses. I've been suffering. I've been suffering without those. Um, yeah, but we had we had a good time. Chris cooked and. Uh, we watched his neighbors blow up about four thousand dollars worth of fireworks. Yeah, <laughs> so literally. <laughs> See, that's the best. Literally, like, no, his neighbors really hooked us up with the I good mean, show. they were just like boom, 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 boom. Of course, yeah. my little one did not like it at all. Oh, he, yeah, never he goes pop, shaky. pop, pop, bro. And he'd yeah. like take off running, dude. Okay, so that night. Um, we tried to put him in bed and it was like 11 o'clock that we finally got him or to be able to try to put him to bed because people kept lighting fireworks yeah. off. And then mm-hmm. finally the, the pops stopped. So it, to where he would not just continually say pop, pop and keep looking outside, looking up in the air. So we finally got him up to bed. He was rattled, so tired, wouldn't go to sleep hour of like laying in his bed wasn't going to sleep i went up there tried to lay next to him try to get him to sleep he wasn't restless i was like you know what let's just bring him back downstairs so i brought him back downstairs it was 1 30 in the morning by the time i finally got him back in his room back down asleep and like down for the night he was not having it at all and mm, literally for a week straight someone set off more fireworks because it was mi- they, it was 12 12 30 they were going off a, at our house a, after 2 a.m like in our neighborhood still going yeah after two it happened it, it was we were downstairs and he kept saying pop and me and my wife were we were like you know you know you're trying to be like reassuring like hey there, there's no more pops like we're all good and then you can't say you're you promise because I don't know what the neighbor down the street is gonna do. And then literally twelve thirty, you heard a pop, 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 and I'm like, it's twelve thirty. And then I'm like, man, I'm old. I'm like, it's twelve thirty. You gotta calm down. Literally, so three nights. You know what I told last Saturday? They were going off again. And I looked at my wife and I said, Happy eighth of July, sweetheart. Like it's every weekend since the 4th of July, Friday and Saturday night, they've been going off yeah. in our neighborhood. And I'm like, guys, didn't no, you blow I, them all up on the 4th? I feel like a Kevin when I say this, but shouldn't there be like a, a law like past 11? There probably is. No more fireworks. There probably is. No more fireworks. Sound ordinance. But no one listens. There's also it's laws like in, in Kentucky, right? That there's no in-air fireworks or whatever. Is that a thing? Yeah, no one anymore. It's out. Oh. You can't, but you I just can't you buy can, them. You can't can buy pop them, them but you can't can, buy them. You can set them off here, yeah. You just go to Indiana or Tennessee's bar. Yeah.
guest today is Mr. Blessing Offer. And we had the wonderful opportunity to sit and chat with him for a while. Uh, our first time seeing him, guys, was it last year at the K-Love Awards? The Emerging Artist yeah, Showcase. Emerging Artist Showcase. So yeah, it was great chatting with Blessing. Check this interview out. Well, on today's show, we have Mr. Blessing Offer with us today. Blessing, thanks so much for taking the time to chat with us. Fellas, it is my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Now, you have probably the best background uh, we've interviewed somebody on. I mean, I see palm trees. Uh, we're, listen, we're <laughs> in Kentucky. Real. Well, two of us are in <laughs> Kentucky. The other one's in Florida. It's rainy here, but you look mm. like you're living the West Coast California dream right now, my friend. Guys, somehow I talked my entire team into letting me go to LA for six weeks and I called it a writing trip. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, you, you were just talking about how the last two years have been a ride. You finally figured that out. Brother, there is a secret to life and it is going to LA for writing trips. (laughs) (laughs) Suffering for Jesus. (laughs) Yes. Brother, you know, the mission field calls all do different things. So here we are. So true. So on your Instagram a few days back, you were giving golf lessons. So how is how's your how's your golf swing going? I mean, it's pretty good, honestly. I'm not gonna lie. Like no joke. I I have really great mm-hmm. muscle memory. Um and so we we set this shot up and we let one of the pros walk by and then I whacked the heck out of that thing. And the guy goes, Whoa. <laughs> and I was like, You guys ever oh, seen yeah. Happy Gilmore? Yeah. Yeah. It was it was that like that first time he hits a golf ball. Like I felt so cool. He did not realize that it took us like nineteen minutes to set up that shot. So it went perfectly. But it was it was a lot of fun. It's great. Oh, that is so fun. All right, blessing. So, how did you get your start? We know you were in the voice, but how did you get yes. your start into music? Man, um, I always joke about being an immigrant and how, like, when you're an immigrant, you're only allowed to be like in finance or a lawyer or a doctor or very some white collar profession. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and when I was a kid, man, at some point I fell in love, like, truly with music. And um, at seven, I remember being in the backseat of my babysitter's car and like there was some piece of music I heard and I was like, man, whatever that is, I want to do it. And then I like wanted McDonald's the next minute, you know what I mean? Just kind of as a kid, (laughs) as a kid does. But that thought stuck in my brain. Um, and a little later on we got a piano in the house and then piano lessons became the obsession. And man, it's, it's never been anything, but I funny story used to answer phones at an insurance firm. It was terrible. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was my one foray into the nine to five world. And I was like, well, this is awful. I yeah, never want to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then the voice, uh, how'd you get tied into that? So funnily enough, it's so back in my starving artist days, not that they're completely over, but they're less starving now. Thank God. <laughs> um, I lived in Brooklyn and Brooklyn was a weird thing. There's a huge band like in the Prague jazz universe called Snarky Puppy. Mm-hmm. And Snarky Puppy, they're just these monster musicians. Corey Henry used to be in there. Um, Brad, O'Don- or Brad um, Williams, mm-hmm. Justin Stanton, like all these great, you know, very hip jazz musicians. And I, I grew up with those guys in New York. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I would go hang out. I'd go to their shows before anybody knew who they were. And they were like just kind of Brooklyn kind of underground. <clears throat> and enough of that stuff, I would go and I'd play a song here and there. And, you know, they were very, very sweet. Um, learn how to write from a lot of those guys. Just um, And I guess enough of those videos had gone around and somebody from The Voice had seen one. And reached out to me and said, hey, man, like, we'd love to have you on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I had enough of my friends kind of do the voice that I realized that it's, it's a TV show. It's not how you become a singer, you know what yeah. I mean, per se. Yeah. So I was like, man, I said, I'm, I'm working hard in New York. I don't really want to take a year off to maybe be on TV. That doesn't seem like a deal. Right. So the executive producer said, give us one audition and we'll give you yes or no for television. And so I said, okay. And that's how that happened. Um, and even just like having my head on right about it, just from seeing other friends, like that it's a great show and it's about getting America involved with the interpersonal judge relationships as it relates to the next singer and the next singer. It's not so much a show about the singer. It's yourself. Like, you know, they, it's like a conveyor belt. You're all going through there, but like, Oh, did, did so-and-so say something snarky Mm. to so-and-so, you know what I mean? It's about the, it's about the judges. And if you play your cards right, you get a few moments on America's in the middle of America's attention. And that's awesome. You know what I mean? But that in and of itself does not make a music career. I remember being in hair and makeup and my friend next to me says, wow, we really made it. You guys, (laughs) like, I can't believe this is the feeling. And in my brain, I was like, what the heck are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Long way. they, They literally have, three other seasons in the can right now. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? You haven't made anything. So um, my plan after the voice was always just to go back to writing songs, but maybe I get a couple more meetings a little easier. Cause someone saw me on TV mm. kind of thing, you know? Yeah. But that was, that was pretty much it. I went back to Nashville pretty quickly after that and just settled in for the, for the yeah. hustle, you know? Yeah. So who would, would you say, if you were to do it again, would you pick Team yeah. Pharrell again? Uh, you... you know, honestly, weirdly enough, I think I might, I would have maybe seen about Blake. I don't know who I would have picked instead, but, yeah. you know, I think the Nashville thing might have been a cool direction, yeah. being yeah. that I was already there, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. So Blessing, our um, podcast is really driven by fans uh, of mm-hmm. Christian music. And so we'll we'll let people know that listen to our podcast who we're going to have on. And when we uh, mentioned that you were going to be here, we had a couple fans reach out uh, that wanted to ask you about particular songs you've written. Oh, please. And, yes, I love uh, these. So, so actually, uh, I have a guy in my youth group. I'm going off script. This isn't on script. But I have a guy in my youth group named Evan who loves your music blessing oh my god and he loves the song tin roof yeah and he is he's asked me and so i'm his youth pastor and he's asked me he's like when you have blessing on your podcast please ask him for me the song the story about tin roof so if you'd be willing to share about that song i would love that um man that song so it first popped up on chris tom on the chris tomlin and friends record and then i did it on my ep and we kind of left it at that, but it's kind of slowly gaining its own little cottage industry of like recognition because I wrote it with a woman named Natalie Hemby 
it was the two of us. Um, it's it made its rounds around Nashville, and a couple couple other artists took a crack at recording it. So there were a bunch of iterations of that song that could be in the world right now. Um, and then Tomlin met with me and said, "Man, I would like you to put this on my Chris Tomlin and Friends record." And that song being on that record opened the relationship with Universal who I signed with subsequently. Mm-hmm. Um, so that song has been really, really wonderful. And it's just, I kind of love how it's like this secret language that gets passed between people. Cause it's not brighter days, but like the people who've listened to the records, if you know, they know tin roof. Um, so I want you know, that, that means a lot to me personally. Um, the sound of rain on a tin roof is my favorite memory from being, uh, from when I was a kid in Nigeria, I still remember it. Um, so when I was in a room with Natalie, she said, what are we going to write about? And I was under the impression that I was, we were there to write for other country artists. And she goes, no, blessing, we're here to write for you. Okay. And I was like, oh my God, me? <laughs> me? I'm just a songwriter. She goes, no, you have a voice and like, we need to make songs for that voice. It was just very kind of her, you know? Mm-hmm. So she yeah. said, I just need you to tell me what it's like to like grow up in Nigeria. And I was like, I started telling her about my childhood back home. And she said, what do you miss most? And I said, the sound of rain on a tin roof. I said, it's like heaven. And she goes, well, there's our song. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was that kind of like, and so we went to the piano and she goes, you start playing. I'll start singing. We'll figure it out. I said, okay. And then one of us stumbled on the, I pray heaven is like rain on a tin roof. And I was like, I remember when it, it must've been Natalie, all perfect things. <laughs> lyric wise <laughs> come from Natalie. So like, I remember there just being a pause. We were like, whoa. Whoa, I pray heaven is like rain on a tin roof. And she's a master songwriter. So she goes, well, maybe we just like list all the things people say it is. But like at the end of the day, you just need this feeling. And that was mm-hmm. the whole song. Yeah, That's, you know, and, and, you know, it's one of those things where it's not a phrase you've heard. I pray heaven is like rain on a tin roof, right? It's like, yeah, that's no. a weird yeah. statement. But we all have what that means to us so for me it takes me right back to my childhood in nigeria but for someone else it takes them back to like rocking chair Mm. with grandma yeah you know like whatever that really perfect earthly embodiment of peace is that so um i've heard so many wonderful stories about that song so i i just love what it's doing in the world beautiful yeah it's a beautiful song it's funny because you say whatever that was for you when you were growing up i think for for me and maybe my brothers, my grandpa, it would be a funny song because it would say my grandma's pillowy arms because she always used to joke. <laughs> she would always joke. She'd always say, I've got these pillowy arms that God gave oh, me, but it was because stop. he knew I was going to have these grandkids that needed to be, oh. uh, you know, held. held. And so grandma's pillowy arms would probably be what I pray heaven's grandma's like. Grandma's <laughs> pillowy arms. That works. Yeah, it's a different, different song <laughs> dynamic. Or, uh, different biscuit. song. Biscuits and chocolate covered mm. gravy. There you go. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's, uh, um, when I, I did a show in Wichita, Kansas, and this girl came up to me and said, her name is Lee Aaron. I won't forget. She said, blessing. I grew up in the plains of Texas and me and my grandmother lived in a double wide. And she's like, we loved when rain would hit that thing because it just made us feel protected. Mm-hmm. So her and her grandmother would just sit together in a double mm-hmm. wide trailer mm-hmm. amidst the rain and just feel, um, be there with each other. And I thought, man, I was having the same experience across the world in sub-Saharan Africa 
as this girl was having on the plains of Texas mm -hmm. and, you know, both calling it peace. And I just thought that was so cool, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. So we also had a lot of people want to know uh, about the song Rollin'. If you'd be willing to share about that. <laughs> oh, my God. The day that song got made was a, such a fun day. I, um, I can imagine. It was me. It was Paul Duncan, who's a great writer. And then it was a guy named Jordan Sapp, who's a great producer um, in general, but also in the CCM world. And <clears throat> my, my – the thing that brings me a lot of joy in music is saying things – that are not just meant for people who go to church all the time. You know what I mean? Uh, whereas, you know, the people who go to church all the time hear the language I'm coding, so to speak. The people who don't go to church all the time hear great music that they're being fed by, whether they know it or not. You know what I mean? So it's like my, my greatest joy is when I can make music that any and everybody just feels mm. immediately. And then they go, wait, is this a Christian song? But it doesn't matter because it's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Roland, um, I had the chorus. Um, I had the chorus and I, I knew I wanted it to be just like so immediately groovy. You know what I mean? Uh, so Paul Duncan uh, and and Jordan Sapp and I sat and wrote that. And I remember Jordan going, blessing, these chords are weird. I, don't, I think it's going to scare people. And I was like, bro, let them be scared. It's fine. It's fine. You know, then he's like, well, this baseline is like, he so funny. Cause he's like, ah, I don't know. I don't know if people are going to like this. I was like, dude, no one with the pulse and not cause I'm that full of mice, but it just feels so good. Yeah, you know? Right. Oh, yeah. Um, and so our great quest that day was how do you say, how do you say something like, Rolling, rolling, you're the rock when I've been rolling. You're the top of my lowest. You pull me up and you give me love. Whatever, you're the piece that no one's keeping or that no one's stealing. Can't believe this good, good feeling. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's uh, we felt really like we caught something and mm -hmm. it was a gift. Um, and then, and then, like in the verses, you have to give these analogies that have to do with things that move. It's like, you know, um, too many friends making promises that. They never kept them. That's all right. You're my first call. No second. Y'all picking up all day and night. And the rock. You know, and it's like, I don't even know. That song was just fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then at the end of it, Jordan Sapp's like, we need like a little extra thing. And he goes, well, I'm going to hit record. You just, you just like, I don't know, do some stuff. I was like, okay, whatever that means. And then that, that's how the bridge happened where it was just like, rolling, rolling, y'all the rock. You know, just like so simple. Um, yeah. And then this guy named Steve Mackey. Steve came into the room and he did that little. And I was like, man, let's just melt faces. That's yeah. all. You know, who says Jesus is exactly. You know, exactly. <laughs> yeah. so blessing. How do you normally go about your uh, writing process? Um, it's funny. I, so I was talking to my, uh, A&R this morning and I was saying to her, um, the people I really used to write with kind of when they don't know me well, they, they text her to set schedule things. And she often says to them, Hey, you and blessing have a friendship. 
he would want you to text him directly to see if, you know, if this is a thing he, because I, I am an artist. Yes. But first and foremost, a musician and a songwriter and I respect the craft yeah. and I always want to be like a, a successful songwriter as much as I want to be a successful uh, mm. singer. And so I love keeping in touch with my friends and the best advice I ever got even way, way, way back was like, always be thinking of ideas, always be looking for songs, always be looking for, you know, just what, what a thing could be. Yeah. Um, and so um, anytime I'm listening to a record, I will hear a lyric and I'll go, oh, they went there, but they could have mm. gone there. And so that could have gone there is my song. Yeah. I, I did mm. that. You know what I mean? And then you just, whatever that pivot that they didn't go to, I'll just make a little note, put it in my phone, like a text to myself. It doesn't have to all be written in one day. Yeah. Because at, at the end of the day, when I go to a session, I'm the artist. If I want to make sure it's a song I can sing, if the room isn't doing it, then I have right. to do it. You know what I yeah. mean? So it's like, yeah. um, you know, uh, for me anyway, the responsibility lies with me that at the end of that session, it's something f- usable for somebody. Um, so I'm always on the, on the hunt for ideas and chord progressions and my, yeah. I think I have like 3000 voice memos in my phone, just like, <laughs> you know, Oh, this is in the key of a flat and oh, oh go to the flat seven. Just like yeah. nerd stuff. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. So musical theory stuff. Yes, exactly. Now, uh, blessing, you said something right there that made me think of, uh, I, I feel like I saw a post, maybe you did it or someone else one mm. time, but it was, you just said, if the room's not doing it for you, that you got to do it yourself. I feel like yes. I saw a video one time of you playing a show and everyone was clapping off beat and you stopped everything. And I appreciated Whoa. this. So it made me love you so much because I saw you just like take a stop and go, Hey, wait, 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 no, 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 you guys are all clapping wrong. Let's get this down the right way. My dear friends. Um, so one, thank you because uh, from time to time, when I lead worship at church, there are so many oh. times where I just want to stop and be like, Bro. hey, guys, come on. Let's get it together. <laughs> hey, 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 so hey, thank no. you for doing that <laughs> blessing. That was awesome. Oh, my God. I've, I've adopted this idea that if I am just authentically me 100% of the time, you at least won't be shocked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And authentic me just hates an offbeat thing. Oh, yeah. And so... And luckily, I was like, man, I can't believe they, they took that well, but they took it so well. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was awesome. But yes, yes, we stopped that. It's <laughs> great. So it is, oh. it's, it is almost July, so it's almost Christmas in July. Yeah. So does that mean there might be some Christmas stuff coming? Um, you know, the Lord will provide as he always does. Um, I love Christmas stuff. I'm I'm so excited for what may or may not be happening. Yeah. In Chris around Christmas, I'm also excited for what may or may not be happening around September and July. There's a lot of fun stuff that may or may I'm not just be saying happening. it w- awesome. it would be amazing um, and your your fans are wanting it. <laughs> the Christian music guys want the Christmas stuff, so well, I do love Christmas music. I will be honest. I write yeah. a lot of it. I will be honest. Yeah. S- snow on snow on a tin roof, right? I mean, I know in Nigeria <laughs> that that probably wasn't something you had, but we can use our imagination. You know, yeah. I, but also I could I could I mean, I feel like processing Christmas in warm weather has not been done enough. So I just wonder if there's a 
Mm. You know? Yeah. Like they kind of do the Kalikaliki Waka. Yeah, Malikaliki Waka. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was a brilliant was, song. You know yeah. what I mean? Because they were like, what's a new way to approach Christmas? And boom, they found it. So yeah. I'm always, I'm always, uh, that's where my head is all the time. Well, that's good to well hear. Blessing, we always like to ask our first time guest um, what their favorite things are. And so we have, uh, we're going to list a couple categories here for you. And if you just let us know what your favorite thing in that category is, yes. uh, this is something that our <clears throat> listeners really enjoy. So we'll start with an easy one. Well, maybe easy. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite food? Oh my God. Here's the problem with that. I just, I love eating. <laughs> yeah. Um, yesterday right. it was sushi. Um, yes. Because oh, I'm in LA and yeah, you have to. In Katsuya, LA. I believe it's called, is just a really great restaurant. Indian food is so good. Barbecue is so good. I mean, I love food, so that's not fair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Steak is amazing. Seafood is so amazing. Just, oh my god! So just yes to all the yes. above. Is there is there food? any yes. kind of food yes. that you liked back in Nigeria? Particular dish or oh, so. Um, there's a, there's a, <clears throat> there's a intramural fight in, between Nigeria and Ghana okay. about who makes a better, and this rice is called, uh, let me remember the name, uh, jellof rice. It's spelled J-E-L-L-O-F, I yeah. believe, jellof rice. And it's just, it's this particular seasoned rice, right? Mm. And it's so good. It's like, I'm trying to think of what to do. It's like if someone took really well-made, um, uh, pasta, right? Pasta oil. Um, what am I saying? How do you, what is, what's the red stuff? Pasta sauce. Oh my God. Yeah, pasta sauce. Someone took really, really, I'm like, what's the red stuff? (laughs) Someone took really, really good pasta sauce and like, just like took the pasta and just had the pasta swimming in the sauce. It's so good. So it's like with every, every bit of rice you scoop, there's this little sauce on it. And so, Nigerians think we make the best jello fries. Ghanaians think they make they make the best jello. So they're wrong, but it's okay, right? So because <laughs> still love them, love. still love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So that was my favorite dish back home was jello fries. Do you have a favorite song of all time? Ooh, I have. Okay, my favorite song that makes me respect. Like I think one of the best songs written is a Bob Dylan song called yeah. To Make You Feel My Love. We love your version yeah. of it. Yeah. That's one of, oh man, I, I think that's one of the, like, to this day, I still look at that song and go, it's simple, mm-hmm. it's effective, you could play it as a seven year, it doesn't have to, it doesn't take world class musicianship to communicate. That There's so yeah. much about it that's amazing. Um, September there by Earth, Wind and Fire is a, is a big one for me because like, as soon as you hear, <laughs> oh, yeah. you're just like, it's oh, so right. hard not to it's just <laughs> time to dance. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Literally, as soon as you hear, <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, oh my. And you what? don't even have to. You can oh, listen yeah. to it's... that song every month of the year. You don't have to wait till September. <laughs> oh my god, dude! It's just one of those magical something. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. So uh, there, there are those songs for me where I'm just like, why is that so beautiful? Everything about it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. All right. Well, do you have a favorite comedian? Dave Chappelle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's Everything funny. Dave Chappelle. Oh, my God. Uh, that yeah. man is hilarious. 
Do you have a favorite, uh, and this would be kind of a two-parter, do you have a favorite uh, musician of all time, artist of all time? And then also, like, who who were some of your inspirations uh, when you were falling in love with music? Who was it that you were Mm. listening to? Artist of all time. It's a tie. In between four artists. Okay. Five artists. Uh, Six artists, seven <laughs> artists. <no. laughs> Twelve artists. So the the short list goes Donny Hathaway, Marvin Gaye, Stevie, Michael Jackson, um, Paul McCartney. That's the five. Gotcha. I think, you know, I think in a nutshell... Yeah, in a nutshell. I, saying, I think Steve Stevie's been on our list, or he's he's been on there a lot, right? With other right. artists, oh, yeah. right, guys? Like he's he's yeah. constantly so repeated. A, Man, no male pop vocalist did not. What a super group Stevie. that would have been. You know what I mean? Was five. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like every every vocalist that does anything pop related learned pop singing from one or or all of those five guys you know what i mean oh yeah so yeah uh do you have a dream duet Ooh. off the cuff adele okay yeah all right well yeah we'll reach out let me just text her yeah please do can you please (laughs) (laughs) can you please adele man her voice is just talk about a voice you know yeah yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a big instrument. Um, Dolly Parton would be there a great duet. Oh, I'd love to yeah. see that. You know, yeah. right? Yeah. All right. What about favorite ice cream flavor? So I went to Ohio the other day and I tried Handles. You guys ever heard of it? No. Handles ice cream. It's really, really good. I think I think they've kind of franchised, but they have a, a coconut something or another. It's got real mm. chunks of coconut in it, and it is Ooh. the best thing I've ever had. So it's... It's like heaven in yeah. an ice cream bowl. <laughs> yeah. Heaven on the ice We're definitely not the room of guys you want to be writing songs with, Blessing. I can promise you that. <laughs> It'll just be a bunch yeah. of Christmas songs. That's okay. Um, <laughs> you know what? Don't <laughs> There you go. That's right. Uh, do you have a favorite podcast that you listen to? Ooh. Okay. I'm a history junkie. Oh, so please, I hope we listen to the same one. Literally called American History Stories. Or American yes! History Ta- yes! Bro, so Thank good. you. It's With so- Lindsey Graham. Yes! Oh my Dude, God. that's yes. such... I listen to it Dude. every day. I learned more about um, the Gilded Age than most people ever want to know in their entire lives from that season of it. it was really I totally weird. find myself bringing things up in conversation. Like, just the other day at church, I was talking to this guy, and I started talking about the national parks... Because yeah, <laughs> because I listened to some episodes about the day, and my friend was looking at me like, "Dude, you are a uh, nerd." Yeah, are you well? <laughs> Here, the key is to know it, but then not say it all. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's the part I try to refrain from. Yeah. Now, yeah. there's another one blessing. If you like history, history that doesn't suck. Have you heard that one? Oh, I actually am subscribed to it, but I haven't listened to it. Is it good? It's pretty good. Yeah, th- I mean, right. those guys are friends, and so they have a pretty yeah. similar writing style. Uh, so it's yes. it's really good. I yeah, literally just any anything historical. I, I like read my digital bookshelf has like fourteen hundred books on it. You know what I mean? So I'm just like yeah. voracious. I had this guy said to me, you know, like the best way to write songs is to constantly have ideas crossing your mind. You know what I mean? So 
like um, I'm reading about I'm reading a book called The Code Breakers. It was about these women cryptographers in World War II. Mm-hmm. It's awesome, you know what I mean. So just just always just keeping my mind going, you know. Do you have a favorite Bible verse? I, I do. Psalm forty six ten. Be still, and know that I am God. I feel like you can look at that thing every day and never get enough of the the depth of it. You know. You know. Just. Well, I mean. Yeah. Blessing. What's next for you? And how can our listeners be keeping <clears throat> up with what you got going on? Um. I, man. So, a bunch of time in L.A. We're planning, praying for this trip to Nigeria mm. in August. Um, that'll be my first trip home since wow. I was six. Yeah. So it's uh, two, two, two some odd decades. It's been too long, right? Yeah. So we're doing a whole documentary. So at some point, awesome. you guys are going to hear about a documentary. At some point, you're going to hear. I'm going to. I'm going to. Wait, when does this air? Do we know? Uh, in the next few weeks. Okay. By August, there will be tickets available for. I'm doing the city winery tour. Um, and city winery are these venues across the country. So I think we're yeah. doing something like 12 cities or 13 cities. Um, just like as a, as an intro little run. And then we're going to be announcing some fall touring, um, some new year's plan Christmas tour. Yeah. Y'all yeah. God is, God is good. We're just <laughs> staying, staying busy. <laughs> To wrap up, uh, we'd like to see if you'd be willing to share something that God has been doing in your life, sure. maybe even recently, blessing that would help build our listeners' faith. Yeah. Man, I have been hearing from people <clears throat> who, for whatever reason, are not quite friends with church yet or anymore or whatever the case is. And I've been hearing things like, Man, your song lets me, you know, think about uh, going back to that community again or whatever the case is. And once in a while, I'll, I'll something in my gut will say, hey, just ask, engage this person. And I've, I've said before, why is that? You know, and the answer I always get has been something like, well, I feel like every other, you know, all the songs I hear are trying to like, sell me something and you're just empathizing right and so I was like that kind of answer made me look up a lady named uh, Brene Brown have you guys heard of her? she's really great she's like the next Oprah or something I don't know but she's very like um, emotional intelligence so she has this book called Atlas of the Heart and she talks about the difference between sympathy and empathy Sympathy is when you see someone in a hole and you go, well, glad that's not me. That's what sympathy can boil down into, like, mm-hmm. sucks for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man, I'm sympathetic to the fact that it's not me. You know what I mean? Empathy is, wow, I'm there next to you. I can put myself there. I remember also mm-hmm. being there. Uh, and I will not tell you what you're supposed to do. And I will not tell you, you know give you advice on solving your problem with being stuck in a hole. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to sit here with you and let you tell me 
about how awful it is down there because of course it is i understand and so i've been learning more and more the difference between sympathy and empathy sympathy is a very distant thing uh you engage with someone just enough to tell them what they should be doing Mm. you know what i mean hey man that's bad that you're down there well you know maybe try climbing up some okay bye good luck as opposed to wow man when i was down there it felt awful it felt you know so i have been trying to live more empathetically um because i think that is um all that i've seen of jesus's example is empathy you know um and i think that's been pressing on me resonating with me more and more yeah so yeah that's great. Uh, well, th- uh, blessing. Thank you again for for chatting with us, and uh, we're, we're going to call Adele and have her sing uh, "Tin Roof" with you, yeah. or "Believe," you guys, or you know. Yes. T- tell her to reach out to Red Light, and we All can't right. wait to make it happen. <laughs> yeah, there we are. Well, thanks again, Blessing, for sitting down with us, and Gracias, dear listener, for tuning in this week as you do every week. Uh, we certainly appreciate you. If you do us a favor. It is a big deal whenever you guys uh, go on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review and a comment. Let us know who your favorite artist is, and if you have a question for them, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Go to christianmusicguys.com, keep up with our latest blogs, and check out past episodes. Thanks. We'll see you again next week.